Welcome to LMK How. I'm Lauren. I work in the PR space and love immersing my life with knowledge from mental health to wellness to beauty, along with all things trendy. I interview people from all different industries while also including solo episodes about the things that interest me. I'm stoked to have you here. Now let's get to the episode. Aquarius Sun, Pisces Moon, and Leo Rising. Alice first got interested in astrology because it helped validate certain personality traits she had always had trouble accepting. By teaching herself how to read her own birth chart, she was better able to understand her life direction as well as her relationship dynamics. Through her readings, she aims to help others see the positive side to their emotional challenges, showing them how to use their unique quirks to their advantage. Alice is the resident astrologer for British Vogue, where you can read her weekly horoscopes. She has written astrology content for Vogue USA, Vogue Australia, Teen Vogue, and others. She is also the co-host of the weekly astrology podcast, Astrology and You, available to listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So welcome to my podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited too. So one thing that I like to ask every guest is what's one thing that you do for yourself every day? Um, I would say I met, I would say meditation every day is like my biggest thing. I've been doing it for like a little over a year now. Um, it's just like Kundalini breath work, but I start, I make sure to start every morning with that. Cause it's just like, even if it isn't a lot, like it only takes 15 minutes. It like significantly decreases my anxiety throughout the rest of the day. I feel like I've been trying to get more into meditation um, Mm -hmm. and like pulling cards and journaling. um, Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I just feel like, I don't know, like I know that it will help me and that I should do it like first thing I wake up in the morning um, Mm -hmm. before all the other distractions go into my mind. But um, what is kind of like your tip for keeping it kind of as like a routine and everything because that's what I'm struggling with um and I'd love Mm -hmm. to know how um no yeah I definitely get that um regular meditation where you just sit there and like try not to think of anything never worked for me that's why I like kundalini breath work because it's like you're doing exercises like there's like arm movement or like different kind of yoga positions you're doing with it so that keeps like me Um, I don't know, my mind more engaged with what I'm actually doing rather than having it wander off and like think about other things. Um, And I actually started it as part of a course. So like the course was 30 days where they taught you this stuff. And after 30 days of doing that, I was like, why why shouldn't I just keep doing this? So I do feel like once you get over that initial hump Mm -hmm. of like doing it for a certain amount of days, then it's just like, I can't not do it anymore. Definitely. Do you also like follow... um like is there an app you use or is it kind of like um just what do you use (laughs) no no I don't use an app it's just like exercises that um I've been shown on YouTube or through the course I took and then I pair that with music got it got it okay cool I mean I feel like like everyone always says it's what works for you so that's definitely a, Mm -hmm. a good tip that you found that this works better than just like the meditation where you're silent (laughs) yeah that does not work like I'm someone that's always thinking about really unnecessary things all the time no I feel that um I feel the same way so I'll definitely (laughs) have to give that um type of meditation a try because I already love yoga so much um 
So yeah, it's similar to that. Like one of the poses is like cat cow. Okay. Like you do that as a meditation pose too. That's cool. No, I like that mm-hmm. because like sometimes if I feel like I'm not in like the best mindset, like Shavasana, for example, can be hard where my mind just like, mm-hmm. what do I have to do after this? Like what's on the to-do list? Like what do we have to yeah. tackle today? Um, exactly. Cool. Okay. Um, that's awesome. I, I've like kind of heard about that, but to know like that it's, it's not like super hard. It's very like manageable, right? Yeah. And it's like every, every exercise is kind of to, um, get you to work towards something. So there's one that gets rid of like mindset addictions, like whether that's, if you're literally addicted to like sugar, alcohol, or like just addicted to like comparing yourself to people, or there's one that like is supposed to bring in prosperity. And I actually have noticed like real life results taking place from these meditations. So like seeing that it's actually causing stuff to happen keeps me doing it. Definitely. That's super cool. Oh my gosh. I really want to look into this now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I'm also just really interested in astrology, like personally. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that I'm an Aquarius and I know that there's... Mm-hmm other things that I am and I've had a lot yeah um I've had my I'm an Aquarius too okay okay so so you you get it what's your birthday um it's February 17th okay so I'm a January Aquarius but still big year for Aquarius right now because there's Jupiter and Saturn are in Aquarius see and I don't know if you heard of the great conjunction last December but that kind of like was a major new start especially if you're Aquarius planets See, that's that's the whole side of it that I'm like, please, like, yeah. tell me everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so your sun sign, like being an Aquarius is literally only a sliver of your personality. You have this whole birth chart and that's um, based on the exact time you're born. So like down to the minute, it can't be like 30 minutes off even. Yeah. Um, and you can like easily Google like birth chart generator, go to a website like astro.com and type in all that birth information. Um, and you'll get a birth chart, which is a circular map with a lot of symbols and lines on it. And that is basically, um, a map of what the planets were doing at the time you were born. And that says something about what your unique personality is, what your life path is, what you're good at, what you, what you find more challenging in your life. So that's what I do with my readings. Definitely. And I'm curious, like, do you also, um, find that, the people you work with are a mixture of people maybe like me who are like they know what their sign is but would lo- love to deep dive into it and really just like gain this knowledge in astrology mm-hmm. and how it affects our day-to-day life um or do you also see people who maybe are somewhat skeptical um mm-hmm. and you kind of just like show them like what it can be I try, I've been trying to manifest not having skeptics come to do readings with me because that's very frustrating. They kind of like, they they don't tend to get the most out of a reading because they're expecting me to tell them every information about their life without them giving away anything. And that's like so annoying to have in a reading. Um, But most people have a general understanding of like what their sun, moon and rising are. Mm Um, some people know a lot, like some people challenge me sometimes they like, honestly, some, some clients like know stuff I don't know. Um, so I like having those conversations where I have a client that's super knowledgeable about astrology too. Uh, but yeah, I would say it's a mix. Cool. Okay. Cause I'm like, 
I'm, like I feel like in my like personal life that's how it is it's like I have like this side of friends who's like well like this and this and this and this like this can be for this blah, blah blah and then I have some friends who are like deeply it's like ingrained in us and we are also the people who um, know our anagram and who mm-hmm. like have had our human design chart read to us and like stuff yeah, like yeah. that so it's kind of just um, I feel like it's an interesting range of people of um, mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. who are into it, people who are finding it, and people who are just on the outs of just like, why type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, people that follow me on Instagram before, they'll be like, I've had people that totally don't know what astrology is before, and then they follow me for two or three months, and they're like, this is so fascinating. Yes, definitely. And also, um, with that, I'm curious how you got into being the resident astrologer at British Vogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I my original background with work was in fashion. I was a fashion assistant at American Vogue, but that did not influence me getting the job at British Vogue. Like those weren't connected. Um, and I thought fashion was like my end career goal. Like that was the main place I had always wanted to work my whole life. And I got there and it just was not fulfilling and not really what I wanted to do anymore. And I started teaching myself astrology on the side and eventually built that into the, into my own business over the course of a year. Um, so that happened like pretty quickly. Like I was intensely studying astrology and I left that job to be a full-time astrologer in January of 2019. Um, and then about three or four months later in May of 2019, an editor at British Vogue reached out and was like, we're looking for a horoscope writer, do you want to audition, try out for this, like send me a sample horoscope column. So I did that and they loved it and they hired me. Amazing. How do you, how do you, honestly, I'm like, how do you do your job? Like, I just, I'm so curious. <laughs> I feel like my whole life I've always, when maybe I read a magazine, I saw, I would like turn to my horoscope and mm-hmm. read it and be like, yes, they get it. How did they know? So I'm just so curious about it all. Yeah, horoscopes are written in a specific way. I mean, it takes like a day to do. um, So that, I don't know, it's kind of hard to describe without visuals, but I always say read the horoscope for the rising sign because that's how they're written. So once you figure out your birth time and plug that in and you find out your rising, definitely start reading horoscope for that. And it's kind of just like matching up where where, where the planets are currently in the sky to what each sign is doing. So like the planets will activate a certain house or area of life for a certain sign each week. And that kind of shows like, why am I writing about home for Aries this week while it's about career for cancer? Um, So yeah, the horoscopes are more predictive astrology rather than like sign traits. Got it. And how how was the process also like to... um pivot from your career in fashion to being a full-time astrologist? Um, That, I mean, it happened gradually. It was never, I didn't like make up my mind, like I want to be an astrologer. I really didn't know that could be a career because I was never someone that was really interested in spiritual stuff or really invested in astrology until I taught myself it in early 2018. Um, And so I would say like around August of 2018, I started charging people to do readings for them and just seeing, and that was on the side of my full-time job. Um, and by seeing how much of an interest there was in that, I was like, I can support myself financially doing this. 
and that gave me the confidence to start working towards like building a website out, um, taking more orders and just like taking a risk and quitting my job. Definitely. And do you feel like it was a moment of like intuition or did it feel more like it was kind of like a jump off the cliff and like hope that something catches you type of vibe? No, it felt really right. I was very unhappy there. Like I felt like there was no future. I'd asked for a promotion multiple times and there just wasn't money to give me a promotion. So that job was dead end, honestly. And I felt this, the way the side business doing astrology came together so quickly showed me that that was kind of the path that was coming the most natural to me. Um, I would say right before I quit, I did freak out. I was like, what if I stop making money? Like, how am I going to pay my rent? But once I made the leap business, business, like brands started wanting to work with me. Like it was like the universe brought more opportunities to me once I let go of the other job. Got it. And so you, so you had quit this job and then when in this, so quitting and then become full time and then working for British Vogue? Yes. So yeah, I had been a full-time astrologer for about three or four months before that opportunity came up. And that's only a small part of what I do. Like that's only one day of my week and like very little fraction of my income. So like, I would say a lot of my work is like meeting with clients for readings, doing the podcast and doing other astrology work for like fashion brands or beauty brands. Mm -hmm. And how do these, how do you find these opportunities or do they find you? They find me. Yeah, people just reach out to me. That's awesome. So it's really just like a word of mouth um, in like your community and also just in like Mm -hmm. your networking space. Yeah, I would say initially it really did help that I had worked at American Vogue because a lot of like PR and fashion brands that I had been emailing during my time at American Vogue were already following me on Instagram. So they kind of saw that I was an astrologer. Mm -hmm and reached out from there or I had old coworkers connect me with stuff. But then I feel like two and a half years in people just know I'm an astrologer now. And it's, it's like, it's like your brand yeah, word of mouth now. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, and what is something that you've seen as the, has time has gone by since you've become full time, whether that's changes professionally, personally, or even both. I would say first, um, working for myself, it was saying yes to every opportunity, being scared to ask for enough money. Like I would be like, I don't deserve that much money for that. Um, and be really scared of what a brand would say. And now it's more like, I don't accept opportunities that don't align with me or brands that don't align with me. Um, and I'm also working on like bigger projects where like doing client readings is great and it helps me to become a better astrologer, but it is so emotionally draining that I want to cut back on that and work on like bigger courses, like, or bigger things like making a course for people to learn about astrology and things like that. How did you know how much to negotiate with certain brands, you know? I feel like that's come over time with practice. Like that was just repeatedly um, getting frustrated if I hadn't asked for enough money and realizing that I was like resenting the work because I hadn't asked for enough money or stood up for myself that it was like, I'm not doing this in the future anymore. So yeah, I would say that took like a year or two to get used to being like, hi, this is my rate up front. 
And was that something that um, you got external help from, like from your network, or was it more something internally that you you realized and were just like, I need to make this change, but no one like told you? Mm-hmm. No, I would say I definitely got advice from people, especially um, like coworkers from the past who had gone off to do freelance, even though obviously they're not astrologers, they're like freelance stylists or freelance writers. I'm like, how much is a good amount to charge for this? Um, especially with brand stuff, but with readings, that's kind of more determined on my end. Got it. And um, what are some of the bigger projects or just the kinds of projects that you're interested in um, pursuing in the future as you move away maybe from less um, individual Mm -hmm. readings? Mm -hmm. I would say developing an astrology, like how to read your chart course is priority right now. Also um, working towards writing a book Mm -hmm. and then also just churning out like more video content like eventually I'd love to see an astrology this is like a dream of mine like an astrology dating reality tv show so that's like a five-year ten-year in the future though yes no I love that honestly I mean seriously like my boyfriend he's a Scorpio and I'm an Aquarius (laughs) so we're just like that's a good match it it is but like we are both so stubborn sometimes and also so energetic Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. um we both like love our alone time and like all Mm -hmm. that type of stuff so sometimes it just feels wild (laughs) yeah my well because I'm Aquarius too my boyfriend has a Scorpio moon but he's a Taurus so we definitely have similar energy going on there yes yes and I think also um that's something I would love to incorporate into our relationship um just like I mean I'm super into it so it's like really cool when you're you know your partner stuff and it helps you to understand them more and um I feel like a lot of the times like talking about relationships and all of that it's um there's a lot of um focus on like attachment styles or um things like that whereas like your horoscope and everything can really shed light into so much. So I'm just like, yeah, your birth chart really shows how you go about dating, like why some people might be more jealous and get really attached to people that they're dating while others need distance and space. So it's really, that's what initially got me into astrology, understanding why dating was so difficult for me. Cause I've always had these obsessive tendencies with people um and working on that and just becoming more self-aware of that you can all you can find that all through the birth chart yes and that's so interesting I didn't know that you um like started because of like um like date like dating and just wanting Mm -hmm. to understand that more um Mm -hmm. so I'm curious now I'm like how has that like added knowledge how has it shaped um the relationship that you have now I would say it's gotten me to the relationship I am now because before, right around that time, I discovered my birth chart and like these tendencies. So basically my birth chart's like, I need a lot of commitment from someone. I get easily attached. So I was like, I need to delete these dating apps. Like this is not working. I cannot pretend. I just like want something casual from people. So I just spent like almost two years alone. Yeah, I think two years, like didn't really date anyone. 
just worked on myself and built my business up. And then eventually how I met my boyfriend was about five months ago. One of my followers reached out on Instagram and was like, I have this guy friend I want you to meet. Would you be interested? And I looked at his, she gave me his birth time. I looked at his chart and I was like, we have a, like, I feel like I get along with these placements. Um, And so, yeah, we just hit it off and it's gone from there. But I feel like without all that, like, if I hadn't built the astrology brand and been alone for that much time, a follower wouldn't have reached out and had like the perfect guy for me. Yeah, no, I feel that that's, I don't know. I feel like it's partly like the universe, but also just like manifesting like the life and like the type of people you want to surround yourself with. So I feel like it all goes Mm -hmm. hand in hand. Yeah. And astrology also shows when you will have more dating activity and when you'll meet someone. So like going into 2021, I knew this was going to be a big relationship year for me. I just started to doubt it because I was like, I'm literally not talking to anyone and it's COVID. Um, But it was correct. Wow. No, that's so cool. I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, now I'm excited for this book. Like, (laughs) I'm just like, oh my gosh. I'm like, my therapist, um, she's super into all of this too and like holistic health and like everything like that. And I would love to be like, so can we like pull someone like you into my therapy session and like have this be read in this connected to what we're already working on mm-hmm. oh my gosh I'm like that's something yeah that's something I've been thinking about a little recently like going back to school and like getting a counseling degree so that I could be like the best therapist ever with an astrology chart pulled up for each client yeah no that's that's so cool I mean oh my god yeah I mean I don't know it makes sense to me so I'm just like yeah yeah it kind of shows like if someone comes in and they're depressed what astrology can show is like okay this depression's gonna become a lot easier at this point in time so it gives hope that like life isn't always going to be that way or it can show like where the root of the problems are coming from whether that's like a relationship work or like someone dying something like that um so yeah i would feel like all astrology or all therapists need access to astrology definitely oh my gosh wow my mind's like blown (laughs) I'm just like (laughs) I'm like what I want this I'm like where can I get that (laughs) um do you also do um consulting like for for things like that um yeah that's what my readings are most of what I do in readings has become more about predictive astrology so my clients will come in and be like when am I going to be in a relationship when am I going to have a job change when am I going to feel less bad about myself and then I try to figure out what date wow and how how did you like was everything kind of self-taught or is there something like an like is there something that like astrologists go through for like certification like how does that work there are courses you can take for certification but I really don't think that's necessary unless you feel like you really need it um but yeah I taught myself completely and astrology is one of those things where the more life you live and the more time you study it the better you become so like in 20 years who knows what I'll be able to predict wow Oh my gosh. Were you yeah. were you always like interested in like space or like 
No, not at all. Okay. Wow. That's so cool then. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've always been interested in like dating, love life, relationship stuff, like how people work and human behavior. Yeah. So I felt like astrology helped me find, like realize that stuff really quickly about people. Definitely. Do you have a background in like sociology or like psychology, like that connects to this or really was something that you discovered and just like fell in love with? It was really just something I discovered. I'm kind of mad I didn't get like a psychology degree or something now. But I feel like I just did not know who I was in college. Like I, just, I didn't, didn't have any confidence. I didn't really know what my life direction was. And kind of working in fashion was my main goal. Yeah. Especially like the fashion, fashion industry is so cutthroat that it's like... I feel like when you're mm-hmm. in it, it's like this, like with the blinders, you know, and you're just like yeah. fashion, fashion, like what, it, what what's next? What's so next? Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't miss it. I mean, that's, that's like amazing to hear though, because I don't know, like I've seen like other situations with people where like maybe they're sitting in like a corporate job at like a makeup company or something like that but it's like yeah it like had everything on paper that they imagined but then once they're like actually in the visit in the position it turns out to not be like what feels aligned with who the person is exactly like there was it was all about like where is look 22 from chanel like who's going to run and get it really last minute, like freaking out over stuff like that. And I was like, there is, this is no meaning to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it just got to be like, why am I showing up to work to get so much anxiety over like a shoe? Yeah. And I mean, it's, it kind of also reminds me of people who will ignore like their internal thoughts and what they actually want and maybe like for example go to law school and go through the whole like thing of studying and taking the test Mm -hmm. and blah 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 and then all of a sudden they're there and they're like no I don't want to do this anymore and it's just like Mm -hmm. my god I feel like you checked in with yourself and you really took a look in the mirror and was like am I happy no okay I need to make a change and that's what you did yeah exactly like it it was kind of I was trying to force it and then when I just accepted that I was going to do astrology I was so much happier but without saying that without that job I would not have been able to start my own business because like a lot of like social my social media presence I got had followers from that job and I also had like writing experience for Vogue so I had like a good resume built up because of that yes and I feel like it's also one of like just like another life thing of like everything happens for a reason so like you said if you didn't have the job before then you wouldn't have the followers the network um those connections Mm -hmm. so it's like even though it wasn't ideal at the time it did help you um with what you're doing now I'm curious also like um so I've had my human design chart read and they told me that I'm a manifesting generator and I'm curious Mm -hmm. if that um, resonates with you also as an Aquarius or if that's like an Aquarius thing because when you tell me that you took risks that were aligned with you and felt right with you and they worked out well and um, mm-hmm. all of that it's kind of um, it feels very aligned with like a manifesting generator mm-hmm. because I, th- I feel like that's the way I work too so I'm like is this mm-hmm. a manifesting generator thing or is this like an Aquarius thing? 
I'm a Aquarius, but I'm a projector. Okay. So I don't really know. I like honestly don't know that much about human design other than being a projector, mm-hmm. but I think it maybe does have similarities to your whole chart. And again, like Aquarius is only going to be a sliver of who you are. Like who knows what your moon, Venus, Mercury, Mars rising, like all of that is. Yeah. Um, so maybe there's certain parts of your chart that makes sense with why you're a manifesting generator as an Aquarius and I'm something else as an Aquarius. But yeah, I have no idea what the exact ties are to astrology between those two. Okay. That's interesting though. But do you feel like you're like also like a very like intuitive person? So when you were taking those risks, you're like, no, like I have a very high inkling that it's going to work out. Yeah. And also maybe you feel this as an Aquarius when people tell me not to do something, I have even more um, motivation to do it. Definitely. So like when people are like, why are you going to be an astrologer? Like, are you sure like you're quitting this job to like, like who knows like what your career is going to be? I was like, I'm going to show you like I'm doing this. Definitely. That's I feel like that's such an Aquarius trait. How, how was it also, um, during that transition period, um, was there a moment of time during this transition where you weren't getting referrals yet? And it was kind of just like, how do I get myself out there? Or like, who, what kind of networks do I get my name into so that they know what I'm doing and all that? No, the referrals actually started to come naturally a few months before I left my job. So I feel like, again, that was what gave me confidence. So Um, I would say like I had my first brand event where I went to like a brand's um, cocktail party and did astrology readings for two hours and they paid me for two hours what I made in a week at Vogue. Wow. So like stuff like that. Yeah. Stuff like that was giving me confidence. Like, okay, like I'm having opportunities come in. And then also like Australia, Vogue Australia was reaching out. Like, can you write astrology content for us? I was doing horoscopes for like Cup of Tour. So there was, there was like, opportunities that had already been coming in even before I left got it and then how um did this did the decision to start a podcast um come to fruition that um I had wanted to do that the first year I was an astrologer back in 2019 but I just like felt like I wasn't confident enough in like speaking like I would I would like go on people's podcasts um in like early 2020 before COVID. And I was so embarrassed by how I sounded, like felt so awkward talking. And then after getting practice on other people's podcasts or through Instagram lives, like speaking like that, I was like, why don't I start my own? Like there's no accessible astrology podcast where people who don't know that much about it can learn like the basics of their chart. And so I felt that was missing. So me and my friend, who's also an astrologer, we teamed up and we were like, let's start a podcast. Nice. And so that we launched that January of 2021. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. So it's, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's relatively new. Yeah. Yeah. It's only been going a few months. Nice. How has that been um, with, I mean, like how is, how has that affected your life? Positive, negative, um, what you've learned? really well i feel like that gives me an outlet to talk more in depth about astrology that i wasn't able to do on like social media stuff 
um because on instagram no one wants to hear that much in your stories about astrology so and then i also feel like people can connect to me more because i can share more about my life through a podcast definitely and i feel like it's also just it's a different kind of space compared to like youtube or like you said instagram stories um and Mm -hmm. yeah no that's so awesome no i i love this all this stuff so no I'm, <laughs> I'm stoked i love that and also what do you um imagine for the future of your career and what are some things that you want to achieve this year um all that. Mm-hmm. yeah so i guess going back to the bigger projects i talked about like working towards a book working towards a course mm-hmm. um like long-term in career i would say being a writer is like the biggest thing I've always wanted to do. So writing multiple books throughout my career. Um, definitely would like to do TV stuff too, but I feel like writing is really like where my strengths lie. Cool. No, that's awesome. I'm like, can't wait till I can read a book that um, helps me understand my relationships with all the people in my life and using astrology yeah. in conjunction in conjunction with that. Yeah, that's exactly what I would be aiming to do. Yeah. With book. No, that's awesome. I feel like um, just with, I don't know, relationships in general, like it's hard. So like that's something mm-hmm. that would be so useful in addition to maybe like couples therapy or mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, it's just, it's so relevant. And like the more you know about your individual self, the more, the better relationships you can have with people in your life. So yeah it's amazing yeah, definitely. I can't wait for that um I'm like so can you write that like tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> even if I did it would not be published for two or three years no I I totally respect that and yeah, yeah I totally get that I'm just like we need this and I speak for everyone yeah. out there <laughs> um but yeah and so I don't want to keep you too long so where can everyone find you um on social media um, my username on Instagram is stockalice, so that's S-T-A-L-K-A-L-I-C-E. And then, yeah, my website is the same, stockalice.com, and my podcast is Astrology and You. Perfect. Cool. Well, thank you for being on my podcast. Um, it's really great. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun.